Welcome, welcome, welcome back to our next rendition of The Dilf Show. This is Andy Christopher, a.k.a. The Dilf, and we are so back with an action-packed episode. We're going to talk about a lot of different things here today. It's going to revolve around kids' eating habits and food and some fitness hacks for new parents or you know parents of toddlers. But most importantly, we're going to kick things off with an always heated debate, a debate between West Coast and East Coast, a debate between foodies, a debate within this house. What is the best fast food burger out there? And to me, there's only three competitors in this competition, and there's one that runs away with it, um, hands down, time after time after time. But the competitors in this discussion are Shake Shack, in and out and Five Guys. Those always seem to be the ones, it seems like regionally people will throw in different, you know, different places. Um, in the Midwest, there's New Way, there's Whataburger, there's a bunch of different places that kind of throw their name into the hat, but they they all pale in comparison to me, these three. And um, I will say that I've had pretty extensive experience on the subject of eating burgers. Um, my belly kind of looks like a cheeseburger at this point when I'm crouched over. It's it, it's very it's it's very succulent and 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 supple in the middle. It's got layers, you know, that like the it's like cheese patty, pickles. It's it's all in there somewhere, and I know my way around a burger. Don't get me wrong. So each of these has their merits. Don't. Don't let anyone tell you different. I don't think that you can go wrong with any one of these burgers. But when you take the the feature burger of each place and you kind of put them side by side by side, you look at the whole thing, ambiance, cost, taste, consistency, you throw this all into the blender and Without a shadow of a doubt, it might be the West Coaster and me talking. It could be the fact that it is just a superior burger, but in and out stands head above everything else, head and shoulders above everything else. in and out is always so good. You know exactly what you're getting every single time. The, the consistency is unparalleled. The service unparalleled. It's a clean restaurant. It's quality. Quality you can taste, some might argue, as their slogan. But you also have to be willing to accept that. People who come from the East Coast and they really enjoy Five Guys or they really enjoy Shake Shack, they're tremendous cheeseburgers, but they're all different cheeseburgers to a degree. They all offer different options available. Cutting down on options as a parent and later in life we literally, we saw one house before we put in an offer. We saw two venues before we picked a wedding venue. Julia and I hate options. In and out removes variability and gives you exactly what you need in that moment. I think it was a, about two and a half weeks ago. Had a had a long string of days where, you know, Arlo is just, he's on the moon and he's so active and he is just grabbing at attention anywhere he can get it, right? And went through a few days where Julia was working and all I wanted was a freaking in and out double-double. 
I'm like, I, I need this thing. And I couldn't get it for about 10 days for one reason or another. At a certain point in the night, you're just like, oh, I'll just, I'll eat whatever's in front of me. But I finally went and it was, it was like a top three cheeseburger experience of my entire life. I ate it in the restaurant. I took a photo of it. I posted it on social media. That's how proud of it I was. There are few greater things, few greater joys than getting exactly what you want and need in that moment and being able just to have 30 minutes to enjoy your meal, enjoy your cocktail, enjoy your massage, enjoy, you know, getting out in the sun, what enjoy reading a book, whatever it is. And in that moment, that was exactly what I needed. And it was so good. Oh man. And it really brought this topic back to light because I've, I've enjoyed Shake Shack. I've enjoyed a five guys burger just as much as I've enjoyed in and out. And, you know, five guys, you've got the whole topping slew, you've got different types of sauces. You know, I, I'm a huge barbecue sauce proponent. They have great barbecue sauce. They, they put a one on their burgers. They, like they do it right. And their Cajun fries are incredible. Shake Shack, lots of options as well. A pricier option compared to the other two, in my opinion, for what you get. And, you know, to me, Shake Shack is kind of third in the conversation. I would put in and out and five guys kind of interchangeably at times in my life. But from start to finish, the nostalgia of it, the consistency of it, I think of going to passing league football games and then coming back and stopping at the Newberry Park in and out for my my standard order at that point which was two double doubles a french fry and a large coke just crushing it got to go with in and out in and out was the truck and the food that we served at our wedding it was not a late night snack it was the feature meal that's how serious we are about this shit it is an institution that is unparalleled for a lot of reasons and it shows it shows in their burger and arlo used to love eating in and out cheeseburgers. It actually used to be the only protein that he would eat for a time. We went through like an avocado phase and then he started dabbling with cheese, but then we gave him an in and out cheeseburger and he just like ripped off the top. He had the the half bun and he had the meat patty and he just was crushing it. And then we got grilled onions on there and the spread He's all about it. Now he's just on a he's just on a meat embargo. He's not a meat eater. It's not something that should really cause any parents concern. They're getting their nutrition elsewhere. We Julia has been great about offering him smoothies, different ways to pivot to make sure he's still getting nutrients. He's definitely a huge snacker right now too. And the eating habits of your children are going to wildly fluctuate from time to time. It's never more evident than when you go to see a family member or a friend who saw them maybe six or eight, 12 months ago. And then they show up that same time and they have the same toys and the same food ready, not really realizing that they've kind of evolved out of that for the time being. You know, Arlo will come back to the In-N-Out cheeseburger. That's, that's already written in the stars. But don't sweat it too much if all of a sudden your child just starts refusing and starts throwing a hissy fit about foods that they scarfed the night before. Arlo used to be huge into grapes and now he won't even, he won't even touch them. Like he won't even look at them. 
you yuck. And he'll still eat certain creature comforts, but major into these Belvita cinnamon snack crackers. He's he's with the potty training. We've actually paired it with um, a little like a little reward for going potty is marshmallows. And even that he now he doesn't need it anymore. He he, he went he got past it and through that phase quickly. We're huge proponents of making any food available at any time. If you put certain meals and certain food on a pedestal like candy or cake or dessert or whatever it might be, you got to think of this at, at the most fundamental. Automatically, you're going to think, okay, well, that food is better than the food that they've now put in front of me because they're saving it for the end. Kind of like the first place trophy, that's the that's the reward for this. So why wouldn't I just want the reward every single time? Got to try to, got to try to keep up with kids. They're so, they're so smart and they're so instinctual. It's, it's, it's Occam's razor at its finest. Keep it simple. So we always put his cookie on the same plate with his pasta, his veggies, his fruit, his everything, because that's, that means he can eat it. And then he either doesn't want to eat anymore or he moves on to the next thing. It's not put up on some pedestal, but don't freak out if your, your kids stop eating things. I, had an internal crisis when Arlo now stopped eating in and out cheeseburgers because obviously it's the best burger out there. And it's like, well, if he doesn't eat this, what, what's this all been? <laughs> what, what the heck else is he going to eat? So long story long, just, just leave that as it is. They're going to get their food. They're going to get what they need as they need it. So don't panic too much. Just make it available to them every couple of hours. We've got our whole pantry and cupboard. And if he says snack, we, we walk in and we get a snack. We offer him, you know, a banana if he just is trying to eat Cheez-Its or chips or something. But those habits will develop when they can start to understand the kind of food differences. Now they're just kind of seeking out what they like, which is totally fine. Um, so we've already settled the debate. In and out is hands down the best cheeseburger out there. Come at me, leave me a comment. You can't stop my opinion on this. This train is moving forward with or without you. Um, when it comes to, as, as I mentioned with their eating habits, just roll with the punches and have a variety ready, right? And their tastes are going to change. So I, I love how a lot of parents will just make their own dinner and then that's what the kid gets. If you don't want it, then all right, maybe we'll have a little bit of milk, but this is it. You know, we're not making you something separate or something special just because, okay, you will have to find your speed with your partner um, or with anyone else who is assisting with taking care of the child and, and, and find your own path. As long as it's not crap all the time and shitty food all the time, you're, you're doing just fine parents. Okay. So, so stick with it. Now, another question that I've gotten quite a bit is with my, with my gelatinous form here. I've been able to stay in such great shape throughout pregnancy. I am not in great shape. I'm just completely teasing and messing. But this question does pop up a lot, pops up a lot on Answer the Public. How how do I work out with my child nearby? On a very early episode, I kind of talked about the, you know, the dark side of the moon and the other side of the coin in terms of if you're absentee and just spending all your time at the gym and all your time on your fitness, then that is a problem especially early on in the child's life. But some sort of fitness hacks that 
I've learned along the way, both for mental and physical well-being. First and foremost is don't beat yourself up for not getting a workout in that day or for not being able to. This isn't some like pity party that you need to seek out. Every parent kind of goes through this cycle. And right now I happen to be in a pretty good flow where I can hop on the Peloton when Arlo's at daycare or something like that. But for the first 18 months, that was not the case. It was, you really were struggling to find time. And Julia and I supplemented with walks and, you know, stroller, stroller outings and things like that to just stay mobile and stay active. But your whole fitness routine gets entirely blown up. At the end of the day, whatever you're willing to cut out and devote time to, you're going to make time for, right? So if you have to work out an hour and a half a day, you need to be prepared for the sacrifices that are going to accompany that. Are you, are you willing to wake up at four in the morning to work out from four to five 30 in order to be up with your child at five 45? I don't know. That's, that's your call to make. If you really want to do that, we all have the same 24 hours in a day to work with. So you parcel yours out however you need to, but you can't beat yourself up. And then you can't blame outside forces. If you don't make the time, like just Oh, I, I I don't have the time to do this. I don't have the time. Well, like I said, what are you willing to sacrifice at that point? What is most important to you in that moment? And for us, it was like, well, you know, we we can find other ways to to kind of get around this, and you know, we can go up and down our stairs. We can do different things to stay up and mobile, but just go into twenty four hour fitness for a two hour block is not in the cards and it's not something that either of us want to do. So that's when we invested in and bought the Peloton. And I say invested in because it is an investment. We're not seeking out gym memberships at this point. This is our gym membership. So we got some weights around it. We got some bands. We got some things that we can do cardio and lightweight training around the the machine itself. Peloton's great at offering yoga classes and Pilates and lots of different overall wellness and strength classes. It's it's tremendous. But feeling like you're eating that cost right out of the gate is a tough pill to swallow unless you look at that as an investment, right? So that was our way to combat the the fitness items that we were experiencing and the and the desire to continue to stay healthy. Every single time I don't want to, I never want to hop on the bike, but every time I'm fighting it, I'm like, I just point at my heart and I say, I'm doing this to outlive any expectation and live as long as I can for my children and my family and my friends, because they're the most important thing to me in my life. And I don't want to cut myself short or cheapen longer term experiences for a short term, you know, satiating a short term need or a short-term indulgence, right? I'm not the greatest eater in the world. I, I don't sit here just eating salads all day and fruit and preach to the choir. I mean, we just got back from breakfast and I had an omelet, cheese, you know, there was, uh, I put ketchup on my hash browns. I mean, whatever, like you, you have to enjoy the ride to a certain degree. But when it comes to, Another kind of hack for parents in terms of how you can combat this lack of fitness, especially at the onset of having a child, comes down to one healthy food choice per day. And what I mean by that is 
instead of a Coke, have a water. Instead of another grainy, like bready sandwich, supplement with some fruit or some some greenery. It's not going to happen every single time, but the more you start to do it just once per day, then all of a sudden kind of spills over. Hey, I can, I can just have some yogurt with granola now and then, you know, have a little bit of salad at lunch and then, yeah, maybe I'll splurge for dinner, right? You order food in. Uber Eats is tremendous for parents because your food's just there. And you also want to remove a lot of questioning from the entire equation. You don't want to you don't want to beat each other up too much over what to make that particular night when nobody's ready to cook. And so as long as you focus on making one healthy food choice per day and you start stacking those wins, that is going to help alleviate, you know, potentially four to 800 calories in a day, depending upon what you're substituting that meal for. And those calories every day add up. That's the secret to losing weight is just reducing calorie intake and upping fitness a little bit. Now, you already know that your fitness is not going to be great if you can't stay in your same workout routine. So how do we supplement it? Supplement it by controlling something you can control, which is your food choices. And I encourage you to start with one healthy food choice per day and you'll see like, hey, I I don't look quite as bad as I expected to look at this point. And that's a good feeling. And when you keep doing that, you keep feeling good. It influences everything and everyone else around you positively. So keep doing that. Um, I've started doing push-ups and squats at odd breaks or when little man is preoccupied or he's like racing cars around or something. I'll, I just started sneaking in 10 push-ups or 10 squats or whatever I could do and manage at that point. And doing that multiple times in a day, you know, all of a sudden you're doing 50 push-ups, 50 squats, and that has built to a hundred plus of each. And you're literally just sneaking them in when you can. So the common fallacy is you just have to optimize your workout in 45 minutes and go as hard as you can for that time. I thoroughly disagree. Anything you can do at any point is a win. Period. So yes, the, the overall net experience is different if I did, which I could never do a hundred pushups in, in a row versus doing a hundred pushups over the course of my, I don't know, 16 wake hours. Right. But at least I'm doing them. At least I'm doing something. You start doing some mountain climbers. You start doing some, some yoga stretches. You, you, you stretch the back out. Sneak in what you can when you're you would normally just be focusing on you know something else or just trying to sit down on the couch to catch your catch your breath a little bit. You have to find the energy during these little times and also find the energy during naps, right? It's not that like myself, I don't want to work out during a nap that Arlo's having at the house, but that might be my only window. So that's a sacrifice I need to determine in that moment. Am I ready to do this? And can I knock out a 20, 30 minute ride right now or not? And yes, work boils in. You know, I work from home. If that hasn't been made abundantly clear yet, I work from home. So if you're at the office and you don't have 
a Peloton or a, a treadmill or something available to you, sneaking in these little times when you can are more valuable than ever. But you also have the freedom where you're not getting your attention tugged at by your little one. So you can see it's this, it's this balancing scale that is very delicate, but really just comes down to the decisions and the choices that you're willing to make in service of your overall health, your overall fitness, your overall eating habits, right? If we've gotten caught in this cycle where all of a sudden, you know, our checking account is getting depleted and we're like, what the hell is going on? And it's just Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber Eats. We're just ordering food, ordering food, throw a pizza in there. And that makes you feel like shit. You put crap in, you get crap out. You start getting mad at each other. You start getting, you know, frustrated with your child. Like, what the hell's going on? I'm, I, I've been feeling fine otherwise. It's because you're eating like shit, right? So I hope that some of those hacks and some of those tips can at least provide some insight for you to figure out what's going to work best in, in your schedule. But just to present the and create awareness that you're not just going to settle back into old habits and routines after a certain checkpoint of your child's age, like six months. Oh, yep. Now I can go back to the gym. Doesn't work like that. You have to evolve with your child and you have to be willing to make the sacrifices to find the time to put that work in. And then the easiest thing is just make one health decision when it comes to what you eat, what you shove down your gullet each and every day, and you'll continue to see, you know, at least some semblance of feeling good and good health. All right. That's all I got for you this particular week. I'm excited moving into um, into coming weeks because we're going to talk about dad-specific topics and topics that are more general, not just related to childcare and things like that. I'm just I'm just going for it now. I'm kind of seeing, you know, dipping my toe in different waters and seeing what sticks, seeing what you really like to hear about, what really interests and intrigues you. So please don't hesitate. Send me an email, thedilfshow at gmail.com. We've always got all of our socials available at The Dilf Show. We've got our website, you know, thedilfshow.com. It's all right in front of you. It's all the same name to a certain degree. So please interact, share your stories, share anything fun. Let me know. What's your favorite burger? Did I miss something entirely? Am I off the mark with In-N-Out? I don't care if I am because it's just my opinion. But my opinion is ironclad and I'm right and everyone else is wrong because In-N-Out is the best. (laughs) All right, everyone. I love you. And there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. Go have a great one.